Hello and welcome. What you're about to hear is an interview with another bookkeeper. I feel like it's important for bookkeepers to know that bookkeeping is not a one-size-fits-all. Rather, bookkeeping is what you make of it. You get to decide what you do, how often you do it, and who you do it for. I thought that there would be value in having us listen to other bookkeepers describe their business and how they run their business. My goal for this is to encourage and inspire you to think about what you want to do and how you want to do it and just hear how other people got to where they are. Let's begin. I'm glad you're here. So first, welcome. And can you tell me who you are, who your business is, just anything about you? I'm Kimberly, creator of Sunny Skies, a virtual bookkeeping business. I live in a small town in Wyoming on a ranch. So I'm pretty remote all the way around. I've been a bookkeeper for 20 plus years as a W-2 employee. I've loved doing that, but there's so much more out there for me. So January 1 of this year, I stepped away working for a firm that I managed 20 plus clients for them and stepped out into the entrepreneur world. Oh my gosh. So you're like not even four weeks into it. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome and scary. Scared as hell. The comfort of the W-2 that I get a paycheck no matter what. But I know there's so much more to it for me anyways than just the paycheck. My cup needs to be full. Oh, this is so great. Do you know like what you want to specialize in or anything that you're super excited you get to do now that you couldn't do before? I'm excited to be more involved with the clients because my previous position, I was involved with them, but their values and beliefs were just a little bit different than mine as far as how I could serve the client. So get the work done, be done. And I want more of a personal relationship. I mean, overstepping those boundaries either way. But, you know, you're going through a rough time. Your dad passed away. Being able to reach out, being able to do that instead of being like, nope, just keep it work-related. I want to offer more, more of me and who I am and how much I love everyone. Yeah, let your personality shine through rather than just, I'm a part of a corporation and we have a very structured box that we work in. And you're like, no, my box is going to be warm and full of hugs. Yes. If you're warm and fuzzy and want to grow and want to learn, then you're my type. That's great. I love that. So your website says, brighten your journey success, expert bookkeeping with a touch of sunshine. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it makes me feel good. I moved from Seattle, which had no touch of sunshine in the winter. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I need a touch of sunshine. So I came up with the name Sunny Skies. I was doing some personal financial coaching. Yeah. That's what I wanted them to see at the end of that instead of that gloomy cloud of a shame and embarrassment and all of the above that sometimes society throws at you when you don't know what you're doing when you're talking money. Yes, all of that. So you offered personal coaching. You'll offer some now. Do you offer personal bookkeeping? I have not, but I am open to that. I've actually talked to a couple people with elderly parents and stuff that need somebody to come in and make sure that bills are being paid. So that's something that I'm toying with to see if there's a need and if I can serve that. There is a need if you want to serve it. I think it's personality-based. I tried it once and I did not like it, but 
there's a group if you want to look into it, the American Association of Daily Money Managers. So if that's the kind of thing that appeals to you, one, look into the group and two, tell every bookkeeper you know. I did personal bookkeeping for a former boss that turned into a friend and then for just a random person who called and he was like, I need help with my personal bookkeeping. And I went to the retirement home and I would help get it all squared away. But man, as soon as I found somebody else who could do it, I'm like, you should meet so-and-so. And I just realized that it's not my jam. When it comes up, I have one person I can refer people to, but she only goes on site in a limited geographic area. And so I'm like, oh, you're in the sticks, which means you've completely figured out how to work remotely. And if this is a thing you like, I want to know. And I want everyone yeah. else to know because people need a place to send that stuff to. <laughs> right. I'm open to it. I've done the personal finance coaching and I've loved working through that with people. I'm the nerd when it comes to our personal, like it's QuickBooks, it's Excel spreadsheet. I nerd out. <laughs> okay. So now I want to ask about that. Intuit shut down Mint, like mint.com was yeah. a thing many people used. What do you recommend? What do you love? Now that Mint is gone, I'm over here using QuickBooks Ledger, hoping for the best. Well, and that was something I was going to look into as QuickBooks Ledger. I use a lot of Excel spreadsheets and I know a lot of people use you need a budget. That didn't fit. Just because of my knowledge with QuickBooks, I can actually use it personally right. without being overwhelmed. But I know it's super overwhelming for people that are not business oriented <laughs> trying to do it for personal. <laughs> Mint was what I was using. And I know there's quite a few that have used Quicken, but I don't know Quicken very well. And I've heard that it's getting complicated. I don't know if that's true or not. So yeah, I glanced at it. It just into it used to own QuickBooks and Quicken and this old Quicken off a thousand years ago. And so in my brain, I'm like, well, this will be super easy. And I just found myself stumbling and I'm like, you know, I don't care enough to learn. <laughs> I mean, there's no shame in Excel. You can just right. make it do what you want. I want to track this thing. I want to make a graph, like whatever it is, makes your heart happy. Yep. You're like, cool. I can do it. Yeah. So that's what I use for personal, like is Excel because I can manipulate it like yeah. I want it. Exactly. You mentioned that you'd been trying to go out on your own for a couple of years. What the stumbling blocks were, or how you finally got to actually going out on your own? A lot of it was just the fear of the unknown. I guess some of the confidence in believing in myself, you can do this. But I recently realized that, you know what? I'm doing it for somebody else. Why can I not do this for myself? I don't yeah. need them patting my back. I can do my job for me. So it was just a matter of that imposter of, can I really do this? I always had somebody reassuring me that I was doing my work right. If I do it on my own, who's going to tell me I'm doing it right? I mean, there's still tons of stuff to learn. I'm never going to stop learning. But by me doing it, I'm only going to evolve, grow, and be able to help and serve others and not just be stuck in this box over here for somebody else. Yeah. For me, it helps a lot to have bookkeeping buddies. Yesterday, somebody asked me about a thing with Apple Card and somehow it was like the client had their Apple Card and they were paying installments on stuff and then they had current charges. And I tried to help them figure out how to make it so they could reconcile the account. And I couldn't figure it out. I sent the video over to one of my team members, Megan. I'm like, can you please just look at this? I don't know why I'm not getting it. And she's well, if you add this number in this number, it works. And I'm like, oh, and I go back to my notes and I had typed a completely different number. And I'm like, well, that's embarrassing. Well, that's, that, that'll help if I change that. Yeah. If I make the numbers in Google Sheet, match the numbers from the form, man, that's the thing that's helped me the most is having, like in this case, Megan works on my team. But before I had a team, I just had really close girlfriends and we signed NDAs with each other. And then we're like, okay, when we get stuck, can we just hop on a Zoom call, show you the thing, talk through the thing? 
I started a small group. We've been consistent every Tuesday in January so far. So it's been helpful. I mean, scary at first too, because you don't know these people, but we're getting more comfortable and it's easier to be like, (laughs) yes, exactly. Because you do, you need to get the words out and say, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm afraid of. Here's just all of my thoughts. You want to think you know what you're doing, but being able to be vulnerable enough that, you know what, I'm stuck and I don't know what I'm doing. That's awesome. So is your group experienced in bookkeeping as well as in business or is there a blend? It's kind of a blend. Funny because one gal is actually from Wyoming. Would have never met her before had I not reached out in this. It was just kind of coincidence, I think. And then two fairly new at different levels, you know, just a lot of business attributes to add to it as well. Thanks. When you knew you wanted to have a group and 50 people are like, Kimberly, we want to be part of your group. How did you decide? Because you don't know the people and so you're just like crossing your fingers hoping for the best. Any advice or tips, whether the things you did or things you would do looking back with your new knowledge? What I did is I sought out just a quick Google form, some basic questions of like where you are, where you want to go. From there, I kind of narrowed it down to like what stuck out to me. And then I scheduled Zoom calls just to talk because sometimes on paper is very different tone. I mean, good or bad. And then I also did jumped on different group calls within different groups that I was in just to see if they were on there and how they reacted in a group setting instead of just one-on-one with me. That helped tremendously because there were a few, I'm going to be very honest, that one-on-one Zoom, I was like, oh my gosh. But then I jumped in where they were on group calls and like, oh, their personality and me. That's overwhelming. Oh, nope, 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 nope. It took me some time, but I just feel like it was worth it and not right or wrong. I mean, there's a fit for them as well. Yeah, I can see that. It's no different than spouses. You probably met somebody before you met your good one. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a good fit for anybody but me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. So when I started my business, it was by mistake. I had a job lined up and I had a little gap in time where I needed to just make some money before the new job started. I applied for it at a Craigslist. The job I was going to start never actually started. And so I stuck with the people and they didn't want to pay payroll tax. So like, oh, we'll just make you a contractor. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then it turned into a business. So it was never an on-purpose thing. I love that yours is on purpose. You were like, I'm doing the thing and I could do the exact thing that I I've been doing from nine to five, but with my own spin on it and you know how to do it. I know you're only a couple weeks into it, but how are you feeling about it? You know, I'm actually feeling really, really pumped. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's exciting because the connections I'm making, the people I'm talking to, the entrepreneurs, like the people that I'm already helping, whether it's just a conversation about their books has just honestly filled my cup. It's worth more than anything in the world. That I can relate to. I love getting the positive comments. The people like you have a discovery call and they don't actually need your service, but you want to like tell them a thing to help them. And then they're like, oh, thanks. And you're like, yay. Because someone has done that for us. Someone's taken us aside and been like, really, I can't help you. But like, here's a quick tip to get you by. I'm a huge fan of that. 
I struggle with what to do during my day when I don't have appointments. You give me too much flexibility and I'm like circling the house and not working. I imagine at this point, you don't have back-to-back appointments. How do you stay focused or what do you do? Or I feel like it's hard when you're starting a new thing. Any tips, Any anything for me or anybody else? <laughs> I try to think of one step ahead. Like, okay, when I do get these clients, and I guess some of that comes from managing 20 plus clients, like what procedures need to be in place? What are those next steps of now I have to do it from the very beginning? It's just not handed off on the onboarding call to take the bookkeeping over. It's all of the steps before. So, okay, when I do get busy, do I have these things in place? And I'm sure I'm forgetting multiple things, but at least I'm working on framework and getting going. You've got a lot of good stuff. You've got your website, your social presence, you have a booking calendar. So it's great. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. One of the nice things for you is you get to just think about what you've seen at the firm and what you see online and hear other people do. And you get to test ideas. You get to pick. Like you said, you're not set into like, here's what we do and here's what we've always done. Yes. That's pretty exciting. And what didn't work, I get to change now. Yes. Super exciting. I don't have to say, hey, this isn't working. What if we do this? Yeah, no buy-in from others. Is there any software that you're like super duper excited to use or to get set up immediately or? I actually went with Financial Sense. They're growing like crazy. And I used it at the firm and they did not use it to its capacity at all. So I get to play with it and I get to build it like I thought it needed to be done. And so that's my whole task management. I have had a blast nice. doing that. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, but it looks fun to me. <laughs> just has to work for you. It doesn't have to be right or wrong. Would you be willing to record tutorial videos to show people how to use financial sense? I use it. I don't feel like it gets nearly enough love. I would be open to it. That's another out of comfort zone. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a big out of comfort zone. I would encourage it. That could just be like a putting good out into the world kind of thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I had a one up, I guess, by being someplace that, you know, where as a brand new bookkeeper that just started, that's totally overwhelming of like, what should I do? What should I be doing? And then, holy cow, there is so much. Yeah. That's the part that I feel bad for because new bookkeepers are going to be like, you do a bunch of trials and you don't really know what you're doing. So the trial is just you stopping around in the dark and hoping, which is why I like the idea of videos and especially videos from someone who isn't selling the thing. More just like, hey, I use this thing. I'll show you how you use the thing. If it's good for you, go figure out how to do the thing. (laughs) Right. I know I can do it deep down. Like my gut tells me you can do this, but then there's whatever, this little shield that's like, can you really? Just like this, I was almost on Monday going to cancel because I was like, oh, you can't do this. Like, what are you doing? But I was like, no, you, you have to keep stepping out and do it rapidly in some sense, because I mean, six months will go by. And if you don't keep doing little things, those big things aren't going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely true. Like the time will pass regardless. So you might as well just be inching closer to a thing. Yeah. I have Instagram to post pictures of my puzzles. Anything that you see that's business-wise, someone else has reviewed my stuff and sliced together the stuff she enjoyed and put it out there. That's, I think, my next step, my next investment. I can be creative as long as you give me as much time as I need. I have two things that I like. There's a gal named Liani Dawson. Um, She has a bunch of free stuff. 
I like her because listening to her makes me feel slightly more creative. I don't think it's actually going to be the answer for you to get creative, but you might find some inspiration in that. And then there is a group on Facebook called Boss Moms. I don't know if you're part of this or not, but it's a group with 74,000 members. It's a very, very busy group. It's a heavily moderated group, which I like. So the spam doesn't last very long. What I like about that is you just get a bunch of people together that are trying to run their business and there's some general business advice that goes back and forth. But anything where someone's like, Sign up for my whatevers. That stuff gets cut. Sometimes I kind of rummage around. If I'm like, oh, I'm curious about what people have said about courses. I don't even know what my question is. And I'll just search courses and a bunch of stuff will come up somewhere in there. I'll find inspiration for a thing or I'll feel less alone or whatever. In the case of creative, you might search like social media and maybe somebody has, here's a handful of tips. You don't even have to participate to find value in the group. Well, good to know. Like I'll check those out. It's one of my things that I keep reminding myself. It's only what, 25 days into the first of the year. You're okay. You're okay. And if ever you feel like you need proof that you're okay, just think about like when you look at someone's books and you go back and you look at the beginning where it's all expenses and it takes a while for income. That person who was successful enough to hire a bookkeeper started out with nothing, just like every other business, just like my business. <laughs> like all of them get there. 